Want to get smarter about investing? Then tune in to the Capital Ideas podcast from Capital Group, home of American Funds Distributors, Inc., one of the world's leading asset managers. Each week, we bring you stock market outlooks, macroeconomic updates, and investment strategies that can help you succeed. Learn from portfolio managers with decades of experience about how they navigate uncertain markets. Prepare to be engaged, enlightened, and entertained by listening to the Capital Ideas podcast today. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. This episode is powered by Poddex. Poddex are unique interview questions and episode starting prompts in the palm of your hand. So whether you're a new podcaster or existing broadcaster looking to grow your audience and have more meaningful conversations, you're going to want to check out Poddex. Now, if you want to get 10% off your order right now, you can go to poddex.com and type in coupon code, what's the code? Larry21. Yes, that's the code. Check out poddex.com. Take your podcast to the next level. Welcome to the True Crime Never Sleeps podcast. We dive into stories of true crime from unsolved cold cases to historic kidnapping to gangsters and beyond. We are your source for true crime. We thank you for listening. In this episode of Hollywood Homicide, we dive into the shocking death of Hollywood icon, Thelma Todd. Accidental suicide, crime of passion, or a mob hit cover-up. But before we dive into today's episode, we'd like to remind you, you can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Just search the True Crown Never Sleeps podcast or use the link in the description. And without further ado, let's dive into today's episode. On the evening of December 14th, 1935, Hollywood starlet Thelma Todd was getting ready to party, donning a glamorous metallic blue sequin gown, matching cape, a full-length mink coat, gorgeous heels, and about $20,000 worth of jewelry. Thelma entered the celebrity-studded Saturday dinner party at Trichendero Cafe. Two days later on Monday morning, her maid would find Todd's lifeless body in the driver's seat of her Lincoln convertible. The car was parked inside the garage of her former director, occasional lover, and current business partner, Roland West. The ignition was still on, and her flawless blonde curls and party getup two nights ago were still intact, as if she was just taking a nap. At the peak of her career, and merely 29 years old, Thelma Todd was dead. The events surrounding her death continued to raise suspicion more than 85 years later. So who killed Thelma Todd and why? Although she originally studied to become a teacher, Thelma's career path eventually ended under the Hollywood spotlight. Who was her mom who convinced her to enroll in beauty pageants? And since Thelma didn't mind the extra cash, she obeyed. In 1925, when she was just 19 years old, Thelma won the title of Miss Massachusetts and representing her home state, she was spotted by a talent agent, and her career at Paramount Pictures began. 
To ensure she stayed thin and attractive, the production studio's manager, Al Roach, invented the so-called potato claws. That meant she had to keep her weight at a certain level, and if she gained more than five pounds, her contract would end immediately. Since Delma had a bit of a weight problem, her mother started her on diet pills, which led Todd to develop an addiction. She was known to be a party girl who loved drinking and dancing. Thelma had a poor relationship with her father, who, was reportedly, who reportedly abused her. Unsurprisingly, that left her with daddy issues and led to her relationships with abusive and dangerous men. Her one and only husband, Paul DeSico, was a talent agent with connections to the underworld. After two years of one too many beatings, Thelma divorced him in 1934. She famously swore off alcohol after the divorce, but who knows if that actually happened. There are rumors that Todd had a relationship with one of his acquaintances, mobster Lucky Luciano, who in addition to being an abusive lover, also got Thelma hooked on methamphetamines. Her star rose in the silent film era, but then sound films got into fashion, and Todd was able to showcase more of her comedic talent. However, Thelma was well aware that Hollywood starlets had a short shelf life, so she decided to start a business of her own. In August 1934, she opened Thelma Sidewalk Cafe in partnership with movie director and occasional lover, Roland West. The posh restaurant overlooking the Pacific Ocean in Malibu was a huge success. It attracted both the Hollywood elite and tourists hungry to catch a glimpse of their favorite celebrities. It is said that on occasion, Thelma would serve drinks and entertain guests herself. In terms of architecture, the building had three stories. Todd's Cafe was on the first floor. Both Thelma and her business partner slash lover, Roland West, had apartments on the second floor. The third floor was reportedly unoccupied. In addition to the apartment above the cafe, West also had a house about 500 yards up the cliffside, where he lived with his wife, who was apparently unbothered by Roland's on-and-off affair with Thelma. Todd's body was discovered in his garage. On the evening of December 14th, 1935, Thelma attended a celebrity-studded dinner party at Trocadero Cafe Dressed to Kill. Her blonde curls impeccably styled, her sequin gown and luscious jewelry sparkling under the spotlight. Once there, she encountered none other than her ex-husband who had brought a date with them. Some say he had a plus one just to make Thelma jealous. Witnesses at the party said the two of them got into a fight, but no one knows about what. Given that they often argue while they were married, no one was really surprised to see them fighting. Despite the run-in with her ex, however, Thelma was cheerful and happy throughout the evening. She even made a bet with some of her friends that she'd buy them a free lunch at her cafe the next day, on Sunday. They could survive their hangover. At around 1.50 a.m., Tan asked theater manager... Sid Grauman to telephone West and inform him she'll be on her way. That was necessary because West had told Thelma that if she was not back by 2 a.m., he would lock the cafe and go to sleep at his house, thus locking her out of her apartment. Despite the phone call, Thelma stayed at the party until about 3 a.m. Her driver picked her up and dropped her off at her cafe around 4 a.m. However, unlike every other day when her chauffeur would walk her straight to her door, this time, Thelma told him not to walk her home. What Thelma did after her driver left, whether she saw someone prior to her death, will forever remain a mystery. The next day, on Monday morning, 
Todd's made, Mrs. May Whitehead pulled up to the cliffside estate of Roland West next to his garage where Todd kept her Lincoln convertible. As per usual, May's job was to drive Thelma's car down to the front of her cafe for the starlet to use. When Whitehead saw the silhouette of her employer in the driver's seat, she wasn't alarmed at first. She simply thought Todd must have fallen asleep. There was no traces of foul play to make her think otherwise. However, when she tried to wake her up, the maid realized Thelma wasn't moving or breathing. Her body was slumped on the wheel, her blonde curls as impeccably styled as the night of the party two days ago. Her gorgeous dress and mink coat still on her, the dazzling jewelry she wore still intact, and her purse right next to her. The engine wasn't running, the ignition was still on, yet there were 2.5 gallons of gas still left in the tank. Whitehead immediately notified the cafe's manager, who called the police. The initial coroner's conclusion was... Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Monoxide poisoning since the garage was found closed while the car was running. He also stated that Thelma had been dead for at least 12 hours, but he later changed his theory, stating that she must have been dead behind the wheel all throughout Sunday. There were no signs of violence at the scene, but the examiner found bruises on her neck there was blood on her face, either from her nose or lip. Case was quickly ruled out as an accident as police theorized Thelma must have gotten cold, climbed the 270 steps to Roland's garage, and turned on her Lincoln to keep warm until the watchman made his early morning rounds and let her in her apartment. Her blood results showed lethal levels of carbon monoxide plus high levels of alcohol, so it all made sense. Until it didn't. They found the key to her apartment in her purse, the same purse that was found next to her body, which meant she had a way of getting home and staying warm the entire time. So why wouldn't she go straight home? Things got even more complicated as people started calling police saying they had seen or spoken to Thelma at different times throughout Sunday, when she had allegedly already been dead. Socialite Martha Hayworth said she spoke with Todd on Sunday around noon to confirm her invitation to a party later that day. West's wife said she'd seen Thelma in her car with a man on Sunday. Several other people also told police they had spotted her around town throughout the day. What is more, the autopsy results showed that shortly before she died, Todd had eaten peas and carrots, which had just started to digest at the time of her death. When police inquired about the food served at the party, it turned out peas and carrots weren't part of the menu. That led many people to suspect the police cover-up and a potential homicide. So let's dive into some of the theories in suspects. Starting off with Hugh Durham. First, consider the accidental suicide and monoxide poisoning. The official version of events is that when Thelma's driver dropped her off at the cafe, she realized West had locked her out. She knew there was a watchman doing his rounds around 6 a.m., and she figured she could escape the cold and windy night into Roland's garage until then. Somehow she fell asleep while waiting for the watchman dying to the carbon monoxide fumes. Why is that not a likely scenario? First of all, Thelma was an avid car lover, and she would have known the dangers of keeping her Lincoln running in a closed garage space. 
Second of all, her impeccable hairdo and clean shoes didn't look like she had been climbing 270 steps and walking 500 yards in the wind on even ground. A policewoman actually did an experiment and climbed up the stairs wearing similar high heels to prove there should have been marks, dirt, and scratches on Thelma's shoes if that theory was correct. West later ter- testified that he couldn't explain why Thelma wouldn't try to wake him up to get her home. He also said he heard his dog barking sometime in the early morning, but he didn't think much of it. The final argument against suicide, accidental or not, is that there were wrapped presents in the trunk of her car, which she had bought for her family for Christmas. And then we're going to take a look at Roland West. Possibly a crime of passion? Despite his wife confirming West's alibi that he locked up the restaurant at 2 a.m. on Sunday and went to bed next to her, many were still not convinced of his innocence. He was allegedly jealous of Thelma's many Hollywood relationships. Being a possessive and controlling man, he may have wanted her all to himself. Their ongoing fling was public knowledge for every socialite in town. In an interview with production studio's manager, Hal Roach, given almost 50 years after Thelma's death when he was 90 years old, and the only survivor involved in the story, he offered a peculiar version of events. Roach said that the day after Thelma's body was discovered, three LAPD detectives came into his office and told him that after intense questioning, Roland West had confessed to killing Tom. The two of them had a small fight before she left for the party because she didn't want him to tell her when and where to go. West had locked her out to teach her a lesson. Sensing that there would be a scene with West, Thelma had told her driver not to walk her upstairs. According to Roach, West was waiting for Thelma inside her apartment and they had another fight through the door. West didn't want her to go to so many parties and in response, she told him she's heading to one right... She's heading to one right... Now... She was invited to a party later that Sunday. She climbed the stairs to West Garage and he followed her. By the time he reached her, she was already inside her Lincoln, engine running. He then locked the garage and left. When he returned, he found her dead, and not wanting to be implicated, he closed the garage without locking it, and pretended he had nothing to do with it. The deputies went to Roach because they wanted to know what to do with West's confession. Roach didn't elaborate on his involvement in the cover-up, but hinted that there was one. The interviewers didn't stop there, however. Thelma's best friend, Sasu Pitts, had a son, Don Gallery. Don shared that his mother once told him an almost identical story of Todd's death. Next up, Lucky Luciano, a money-hungry mobster who wanted access to Todd's cafe. Luciano was a dangerous mobster involved in gambling, extortion, and prostitution in Los Angeles. It was Thelma's ex-husband who had introduced the two. Some say Lucky and Todd had an abusive relationship and he got her addicted to amphetamines. Others, however, theorized that Lucky simply had Thelma killed because she refused to let him make an illegal casino a free third floor of a restaurant. The bruises around Todd's neck may have been consistent with someone forcing a bottle down her throat and making her drink alcohol, which is something Lucky could have done if he wanted her to agree to his terms. Of course, there's also other theories to consider. Although there's nothing conclusive about any of the murder-related theories, I still wanted to include the main ones. Several months before she died, Thelma began receiving death threats, and police was able to arrest two men. Although, although the case was solved and the men were in prison at the time of Todd's death, some still wondered if there was a connection between the two. Throughout the years, people also pointed at Thelma's controlling mother and her abusive ex-husbands as, as suspects. 
but I couldn't find anything specific about their motives except the obvious greed and jealousy. Odd's mother was her daughter's sole inheritor, and, her, and the husband may have had a grudge with Thelma for divorcing him. Thank you so much for sticking with us to the end. I really wanted to do the story justice and include the important details so you can make your own conclusion. Of course, many of these so-called facts are hearsay, and there's no way to confirm them. Now that you know more about the case, what do you think happened to Thelma? Let us know in the comments section below. As always, give it a thumbs up if you like our video, hit that subscribe button, and bell notification button to be notified of future videos. And of course, if you want to support the channel, you can buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash TCNS. Your support helps the channel grow, upgrade our equipment, bring, bring new hosts and be able to pay them, and hopefully one day take this show on the road. And as always, your support is appreciated. And as always, thank you so much for watching and listening. We'll see you next time. You have been listening to the True Crime Never Sleeps Podcast. Thank you for listening. You can follow us on Facebook at True Crime Never Sleeps Podcast and on Twitter at True Crime NS. And follow us on Instagram at True Crime Never Sleeps. Thanks for watching. If you want to support the show, buy us a coffee at buymeacoffee.com slash TCNN or become a patron at patreon.com slash True Crime Never Sleeps. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.